What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Dolphins in Depth podcast. I'm Daniel Ifusi. That is David Neal. Thanks so much for tuning in. Quick reminder before we start, make sure to subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page. We're absolutely Miami Herald, as a matter of fact. Um, but on the YouTube page, subscribe, like, share, comment, drop some questions, drop some comments, all that good stuff. The Miami Dolphins are 3-0. and They're one of two undefeated teams remaining in this young NFL season, along with the Philadelphia Eagles. But the Dolphins, I mean, they got to be the hottest team in the NFL, right? They just knocked off the Buffalo Bills who enter the season as the favorites, still are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. In uh, what I have to say is probably one of the biggest wins in recent franchise history. The Dolphins knocked off Buffalo 21-19, late game theatrics. We had a goal line stop. We had a butt punt. We had a free kick. We had time running out as the Bills scrambled to try to clock the ball and get one more Hail Mary or field goal attempt. But it didn't matter because the clock hit zero. And it was all celebration at Hard Rock Stadium, the second largest crowd uh, since it was modernized in 2015. There were a lot of Bills fans, but there were a lot of Dolphins fans, too. And they were uh, given a reason to celebrate on Sunday. Um, We're going to get into all of that. Dolphins got a short turnaround as well. Thursday night football on the road in Cincinnati, playing the Cincinnati Bengals reigning AFC champion. So we got a lot to talk about. We're going to start with that big win over the Bills. I woke up today looking at power rankings. The Dolphins are number one, the top team in the NFL in a lot of power rankings, number two in some. some. So last week after the big win uh, um, against the Ravens, the big comeback win in Baltimore, you know, the the question of the week was, you know, are the Dolphins legitimate contenders? And I'm not even going to, I'm not going to ask that question again. I, I think the question for this week is, what is this team's ceiling? You know, when we talk to uh, some players, Mike Coach Mike McDaniel after the game, um, one thing that stood out to me was that Christian Wilkins said, um, our goals are bigger than starting 3-0 and beating the Buffalo Bills. Tua Tungabaloa said the uh, expectations haven't risen. They haven't changed. We're just going to continue to work. And, and I got to say, you know, for me, Taking this win, this three and zero start into you know into context totality, um, I think we all saw our most most optimistic and people that were bullish on this team like me. You know, I did have them missing the playoffs, but I said that they were going to win ten games. They're going to be a hard out week in and week out. I think uh, as this season has progressed, this young season has progressed. Um, this has been a team where they've won in different fashions and they've impressed you in different fashions. You know, week one, you're riding the dominant defense. Week two, the offense explodes. Week three, the offense isn't even on the field. The defense is on the field for 90 plus plays, but they make the key stops when they need to. And it's like the more they win in different fashions, specifically, the more you, you kind of start to see the vision and you're like, okay, I, I can see this. I can see this. Um, I thought that this was going to be a team that was going to be in the mix for a playoff appearance at the end of the day, um, at the end of the season, you know, you don't want to go to, you don't want to start talking AFC championships. You don't want to start doing that three and no, but, you know, to kind of quote uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who I got the opportunity to, to talk to on a zoom call earlier, it's uh, earlier today, he said the Dolphins have a winning formula. And I think that you can, you can definitely see that. Like they have a, they have an identity. They have a way to win. They have multiple ways to win. And, and I got to say, you know, as the weeks go on, as they keep on stacking these wins, it's like, all right, you, you start to see that this is, this is legit. You know, that we were all, we all saw the potential, but there were still a question marks. 
And now as the season starts to go, you start to get those questions answered. So I got to ask to you now, what is this team's ceiling after its 3-0 start? I I think the ceiling in this year's NFL, as you look around this league, you don't, you know, I you could argue that Buffalo maybe is still the best team, maybe. But they did just beat Buffalo in a, a great game. I love this game, by the way. I loved this game, by the way. This is just this just everything about this game. I loved it. And uh, but just as a foot as a football game, that was just a great football game. But you look around, there's not a I don't think there's a team that just grabs you as okay. This is a great team. This is us, you know. It looked like Buffalo the first couple of weeks. And again, like I say, it still might be Buffalo if they, you know, if they get healthy, if they get home field advantage, if blah, 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 blah. But I mean, here are the Dolphins. They have a very good defense, a defense that well, two of the three games, they have the defense has come up with a big play with big plays that have uh, you know, either stoned an offense right in the in a scoring situation, or created uh, created points for the offense uh, for the Dolphins' own offense, and uh, and they have a big they have an offense that's a big play offense. Period. Uh, it's a, obviously it is an explosive offense. This is a big play league, and I mean. Why didn't the Bills win the other day? Where were they? I mean, they had they had some twenty yard plays. You know, I'm not. They have how many thirty yard plays they have? I'm not sure. How I mean, many I mean, outside of the Diggs play, I mean, it was very methodical. It was a lot of dinking, yeah. dunk, run after the it catch. Was, yeah, exactly. It was. It was. It, it's exactly how. Um, it's exactly how you have the ball for forty minutes. And you lose, you know, uh, you know, and you lose the game 21-17. It's, and this is a big play league, you know, uh, either you have, the, you have big play players and they make those plays or, you know, or if you don't have them, odds are you're not going to win. I mean, that's, there are, there are exceptions. But generally, it's it's about explosive plays and about, you know, so-called impact plays also on your defense. And right now, Miami has a defense that produces impact plays. They have an offense that produces explosive plays on the regular. So their ceiling's pretty high. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's week three. We don't know who's going to, you know, how the hell's going to go the rest of the season. We don't know if somebody else in this league is going to kind of figure, figure their own situation out and suddenly emerge as a, maybe emerge as a great team. Uh, you don't know. And I, you know, I pointed out last week, Hey, I, I watched a good Dolphins team beat a Bills team that was in the exact same situation kind of in their in their evolution and growth i watched them blast them 30 to 7 out of the park and you know at one year and you know by the end of the season 
those two teams met again. And the Bills, you know, the Dolphins were a good team and the Bills were a very good to great team. And but so as for what this means, it means right now the Dolphins are three and zero and arguably the best team in the league. That's fair. I will point out, and if you read read the Miami Herald, you'll 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 remember this. Um, I I referenced uh, NFL. Um, it was actually a, um, a simulation that they did last year of ten thousand. 17 game seasons because obviously last year was the first 17 game season and they and they said that um when you start when a team starts three and oh um, i believe it's 76 percent of the time they can expect to make the playoffs and 51 percent of the time they can expect to win the division and when you start four and oh um that those odds to make the playoffs go up to i believe 86 percent or something 85 percent now devout dolphins fans will point out that the last time they started 3-0 was 2018, and they finished 7-9, Adam Gase's final year, didn't make the playoffs, he was fired. Um, in fact, I believe the last three times they started 3-0, they did not make the playoffs. Um, so if you're a Dolphins fan, there's reason for excitement, but there's also reason to kind of look back and say, hey, we want to we press caution. But I will say again, um, when you beat, you know, uh, Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick coach team in week one, and then you beat two teams who have quarterbacks who are playing at top five levels. There's something to be said for that. And, and really, again, looking big picture, I want to ask you something that we put in a poll on the site um, and kind of, again, branch out to an even bigger thing, um, which game or which, which of the wins are you most impressed with? Is it the comeback against Baltimore or is it this past win against the Bills, because a lot of people will point out, and really Bills fans for the most Bills fans for the most part will point out that, and, and I will I will recognize it that the Bills were playing without their entire secondary. They had some defensive linemen out. Um, they even lost some guys in that game, and they lost by two. Um, how much of that are you factoring into your overall perception of the team, and which of those wins is most impressive to you? Because for me, even despite all the guys that the Bills were playing without, I'm more impressed with that win. Because when your def- when your offense only plays whatever what is it about forty snaps, you get doubled up in yardage, first downs, um, you know, time of possession. I mean, most of the time you're not supposed to win that game. And I got to be honest, if that happens again, and when they play back, uh, when they play in December for the second time, I, I don't think the Dolphins are going to be as lucky because I do think that the Bills are going to be a little better prepared. They're going to be a little better in the red zone, and whatnot. But I'm, a, I'm still more impressed with this past win over the Bills than anything I've seen from this team so far. What say you? Uh, definitely this game. This game, there were so many – there were moments in this game, I mean, from early on, when they were, you know, when they're down 7 nothing. Um, there were so many moments in this game where, you know, you could, the Dolphins could have crumbled. And there were – there were just so many they did they stuffed but they they stuffed this offense that's been you know that first couple games just ran up and down the field on the rams and the titans and uh you know took off had these big chunk plays um you know, it sounds so simplistic, but they really did. They just kept fighting, even in the individual plays. Uh, 
the play in the end zone where the receiver had he had it for yeah. a touchdown. Gabe Davis, and that was a touchdown. People said it was, was a touchdown. Keon Crossan made a great play to defend. Right, to <laughs> he makes a great play, great play right at the end. Um, you know the, you know the, that la- that last drive was Buffalo's getting into into range, and a lot of teams would have said, okay, you know you're. Okay, we've been out here all this time. And also, the offense has been out there, too. That's when everybody says, oh, you know, time possession. You know, they, well, well, you know what? The, the offense is not like driving cars or anything. They're out there exerting themselves, too. So it's not like they're not feeling tired, too. But, you know, the it here was the defense. You know, Buffalo couldn't – theoretically should have been able, with all that time possession and everything, should have been able – to score. not just punch, to literally punch it in, push yeah. the Dolphins back into the end zone. Okay, thank you very much. Good night. Get out. Let's get out of here. They weren't able to do that. The Dolphins made you know made them work for it, and then you know Josh Allen you know threw a Tim Hardaway pass to uh, on fourth down. Yeah, I don't know what I, I didn't realize how open the receiver was on, uh, until I saw the replay. And just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the if the Dolphins like confused him and made him hesitate or what, but. He just, he just missed right there. He threw a bad pass, but that's what yeah. that's what happens when you like you make teams go one more play. You you if you don't, you know when you don't give up on the play, you, you leave yourself open to that to that where they where the where the offense makes a mistake or they make a mistake. Right. And, yeah. and um, you know, third and twenty two, uh, you know, hey, look, it, you could say what are the Bills doing? Only rushing three people for, the, for that. When I saw that play, I'm like, are you out of your minds? <laughs> It's yes, it's third and twenty-two. Don't give him, don't give him time for the fast guys to get open. Yeah. If you're Buffalo, what are you thinking about? And as soon as they talk about, like, okay, he can he, now he's going to sit back there, and somebody's going to run up there and get free, you know, for fifteen or twenty yards or thirty yards, something like that. Okay, and that's what happened. Yeah. But again, they hung in there, and they made that, and, and Tua made that play. Tua and Waddle made that play, and. They, this was a tough game. It was a game of attrition. I, I, I like that. I like that, Bill. Both sides. They're, Dolphins were losing people too. They were, yeah. You know? And you, you almost felt like this is one of those games where, yeah, this is why you have like a 53 man roster of 45 dressing and everything. Yeah, you know? yeah. 48, you know, 48 like, nowadays. Yeah. Right, right, 40, okay. 48, right. Okay. And I'm sorry. I'm, I'm more flashing back. Last glass collective bargaining agreement. Um, <laughs> But it's that it's, you know, that last person, everybody you dressed on game day played or had to play a role. Yeah. And, you know, the special teams guy who, you know, stops him on the, you know, uh, drops the gets downs the punt deep and makes Buffalo go 97 yards. That was another one. That's why at the end of games, I, I you know, I know people love the, okay, let's go for it. Let's put it away. And I'm like, why, why don't you? put it down there and make him go like 90 something yards to win the damn game. Yeah. And, but making Buffalo go that whole distance, you know, it, it just, I think, I think everybody played a part in winning this game. And it was, it's, it was just as a football game. And as it was, I'm sure there's like some oh, coaches are just going out there like, Oh, oh, whew. You know, I'm sure there were I'm sure there were coaches like you know wanting a cigarette after that game, but th- that was 
I, that was an impressive win to me. And, you know, it doesn't, what it means in the bigger picture, we discussed that, you know, are they, could they be taken seriously as a Super Bowl contender now? Sure. Look at the rest of the AFC, you know, um, which is supposed to be the better conference. Um, but so, but it was, I thought it was a very impressive win by the Dolphins. And I think they should be very proud of it. And I think what's going to be interesting is to see, you got this turnaround now. And it's, let's see how, you know, this turnaround goes. Cause this is good. This is going to be, a, this is, this is a tough one. This is, this is tough. I mean, the man, I don't care if the Bengals haven't looked like, you know, the Bengals haven't looked that great so far. Um, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's all, it's always tough on a Thursday night on the road playing a team as talented as the Bengals, even if maybe the record doesn't suggest that. Um, but again, I mean, I, I even wrote it in my game story. This was, I, I didn't want to start saying Super Bowl, Super Bowl. I mean, you, you don't want to talk about it that early, but I said that in my game story, you know, the Dolphins stake their early claim as one of the NFL's elite teams. And now it's just a matter of seeing whether they can sustain that. And we are going to see that as you alluded to on Thursday night, quick turnaround in Cincinnati playing the Bengals. Uh, we're going to talk about that but we're going to take a quick break. So stay locked with us. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's going on, everybody? I'm still here with David Neal on the Dolphins in Depth podcast. And as we said before, the Dolphins had a big win on Sunday, but they got to turn it around. Christian Wilkins usually alludes to the 24-hour rule. Nah, nah, nah. We got the 12-hour rule now, he said, uh, as they look to play the Cincinnati Bengals on Thursday night football. Um but I want to start with, you know, some injury concerns. We had Tua Tungabailoa, starting quarterback, who uh, had, a, had a bit of an injury scare against the Bills. We saw him get shoved to the ground by Matt Milano, banged his head. He was a little stumbly, legs wobbled. Uh, there was uh, fears about maybe a head injury, a concussion. He goes to the locker room. The Dolphins say he's questionable to return with a head injury. A lot of people were thinking concussion. Tua's out for the rest of the game, but no, Tua came back to lead the team in the second half. Afterward, the team said he and Mike coach Mike McDaniel said that it was actually a back injury um, that flared up. They said he sustained it in the first uh, first quarter, and then the shove to the ground reaggravated that. Um, Tua has been limited in practice. He, he well, the team is barely even practicing on this short week. Um, he was estimated on Monday to, to be a non-participant. Mike McDaniel said he'd be limited Tuesday, um, and then we'll see uh, his game status for for Thursday. Tua did you know to his part he did say that he plans to play he's just feeling a little bit sore um but i gotta ask quickly um you know if tua is unable to play teddy bridgewater would likely start he came in for three snaps uh didn't look that good i, I think the question is now like if tua can't play can they win with teddy and i gotta say i, I remember last year when uh tua had he fractured his ribs and 
you know, Jacoby was stepping in. Two of us placed on IR, and Jacoby had to step in for a couple of games. And I was one of many people that said, oh, I don't, I don't think there's going to be a drop-off with Tua. Uh, I, mean, I mean, without Tua and Jacoby in there. And I got to say, I was wrong. I had to eat my words. No, there was, there was a big drop-off in the offense with and without Tua. Um, I, I think he is going to play. But I think that there is that there is that concern if, if Tua can't play until he has to step in. He's a veteran. Um, but we just see, you know, Tua Tua's playing on a on a on a different level right now with a with a higher level of confidence. Um, what say you if if, if Tua can't play until he has to step in, how does this change things for the Dolphins? Uh I think they I think they're gonna be relying even more so on the catch and runs. Um, a lot of even more so on the yak. Um Right, be comatose off the yak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not drunk off the yeah, yak. More yeah, yeah. Um, more yaks than in Canada. Um, but they, because uh, Ted, I mean, the deep ball isn't Teddy's game. It really isn't. And uh, I mean, it had it wasn't really to his game, but in this offense, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I think that was a misnomer. I think that was a misnomer. I think it was good enough. His it's it was enough at his game, and I don't think Teddy's going to make. You know, he's he's the backup you want. He's a veteran. He shouldn't make you know any goofball plays. He shouldn't try to do things that he doesn't do well. He's not going to put himself or the team in bad positions. You hope that's that's the whole point of having Teddy Bridgewater as your backup quarterback. Um, can they win with, yeah, I think they can. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think the offense is as explosive, but I don't, I'm not sure you you need that as much. Uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati really doesn't protect Joe Burrow very well. And the dolphins have been all over quarterbacks. Well, well, okay. Wait, take back. They were all over two of the three quarterbacks that they played so far, and um, yeah, I mean they got they got they got decent pressure against Josh Allen, but he just like dude was just bouncing off of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I don't think they're gonna have as much of that issue with Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's he's you know, Josh Allen have a dad bod in a few years, but right now he's like he's like one of the X Men or something. You know, he's <laughs> bouncing off him. So, um. So I, th- I think they're going to get after Burrow. I think they're going to create turnovers against Cincinnati. I think they're going to get. I think they're going to get. They've given the uh, two of the three games they've given the offense short fields or scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the other one, they made a stop on fourth down that made a. They gave the offense a, you know, not yep. short but me- medium, uh, you know, medium length field. So I think that's going to happen two or three times actually Thursday night um, against Cincinnati. And that'll, that'll give the Dolphins, that'll be what the Dolphins need. So I think they can win with Teddy. Obviously there is a drop-off and obviously you, you know how the reps go in practice uh, in the NFL. He, you know, you and I combined have thrown to, you know, Hill and Waddle only like probably like five or six less times than Teddy has in the last month. Um, so 
and that, that folks, that's not an exaggeration. They, they, they don't, it's not like they get, they work back a quarterback in. It's, it's, not, it's not like training camp where it's like two or two or two or Teddy, Teddy, Teddy. Yeah. Skylar, two or two or two. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I, they can win with them, but it's not, I don't, I don't think it will be as smoothly. I don't think it is, will be as definitively as if Tua plays. I think if Tua plays, I think they really, I think they really take it to Cincinnati. Really? I, I think they can. There, there's now. There's, there, so I, I will say real quick, the Bengals are four point favorites, which I thought was insane. Somebody told that to me, told me that. And I thought it was insane. They opened at two and a half. And I don't know if it's the Tua injury, but he sounds like he's going to play. So it can't be that. Vegas usually, like I say, Vegas is the Illuminati because they just they just know something that we don't all the time. And I, I do agree that I think that it's a good matchup for them. But weird stuff happens on Thursday night football when you're a road team. We saw what happened on a short week when Baltimore came down here. They weren't prepared for Miami's blitzes. Tua came in, made some plays. The Bengals are talented. I mean, they're one and two, but they're talented. They got back on track. I do think it is a good matchup for the Dolphins up front with the offensive line and the, with the Bengals offensive line against the Dolphins defensive line. But they got guys who they got three guys who can go out there and, and put up 100 yards receiving with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. I don't know what's up with T. Higgins, but they got three guys if healthy. And I, I know I was wrong last. We were both wrong last week, right? <laughs> but on a short week, Tua injury, a lot of injuries. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it wasn't like we were like stupid wrong. <laughs> well, I will say, I will say, I'm not gonna lie. When when the Bills when the Bills announced that their entire secondary was, I was texting my friends like the, the Dolphins are probably gonna win this game. But yeah. you know, we recorded this on a Tuesday ahead of a Sunday game. I wanted to have take integrity. I didn't flip flop. So <laughs> so be it. But in my mind, just no Dolphins fans. I, I oh had, yeah. I, yeah. I had picked the Dolphins after the injuries popped up. But this week, with some injuries on the Dolphins side, you know, it's Ron Armstead. He's not going to have five days of no practice and rest and recuperation to to heal that toe. He's got three days, and he's got to go out there. Tua's got a sore back. He said, I mean, on Tuesday when he talked to us, he said he didn't even – he hasn't even thrown yet. So I think he does play, but again, on a short week, it's just weird stuff happens. And I think that the Bengals have the talent where they can win this game on the road on a short week. Oh, I, it's not that I think – it's not that I don't think the Bengals can win. It, it, this this is the NF, this is the NFL. They are the defending AFC champions, and they are a talent – they do have talented skill players. I just don't like them. I just don't – I think the matchup just – a lot of the matchups just generally favor the Dolphins and, and the type of game this could be course the last well we've we've missed on the top the type of game it could be the, the baltimore game the other two games i think we kind of kind of knew how it might might go even though we didn't predict 40 minutes of possession time for one team last yeah. week but still this is the the one thing that i think also does kind of lean to that might help cincinnati is and people forget this uh, the dolphins players they they're human beings and they're citizens and they've got families. Uh, they have homes. They're 
some of them are probably a little worried about this storm stuff too. And you think, oh, they just put that out of their mind. No, you don't, you, you put it out of your mind at game time, but the run up, the preparation, you know, every, things getting thrown off. It, it, yeah, you're, and the fact that, you know, you're fit, you're, you know, your wife's having to deal with this stuff. And, you know, the, it's not just your wife dealing with it, but there's a, there's a safety element to it. Um, and especially if you haven't been through it before, that that can that can throw teams that can you know that can just throw teams that it can throw off your mental preparation yeah yeah once you're playing it's not like once you're on Thursday night they're going to be sitting there thinking oh my goodness you know well, you know my wife's got the power you know the power out but it can it can affect your mental preparation and it can be tough to you know and in a league in a, in a league where things are this tight still Something like that, where you're maybe yeah, just that, not that right be, on a short week. That can be a tipper. That can be tip. And but this that line though, it reminds me. The last time I was in Vegas, no, no kidding, it was a it was a Sunday, like 2008. I was covering, you know, was uh, was covering the league at the time, and for some reason, they the lines were almost. I almost felt like they were an insult. I was taking my father-in-law, who loves sports, to. A sports book for the first time you ever seen if you want to see a look look an 80 year old man in a you know in sports disney world he was like i have no idea how he'd never been to a sports book before anyway the, i was teaching him you know tell him okay we can bet this but i was like what the oh, oh this is an insult this is an insult right we put money down on this we're taking the money for this and what and happened did, what happened like three or four times hit everything in the nfl okay and, you know, rob baronis like a field goal like with like that <laughs> To at the end of the half, and I or we, we would have gone been perfect, and it, it, this one strikes me like that, like what, really? Man, Vegas is the Illuminati. Yeah. They, they, they usually know something that we don't know. You know, I tried to take your money there. <laughs> no, but, you, you do make a good point though about about you know just everything that we have with Hurricane Ian and you know the tropical storm watches in, in some areas. I mean, even even the Dolphins themselves, they've they've moved their travel itinerary around to try to get ahead of this. So that that is something that is a good point to mention that you know they're they're again they, like I said they're humans. You know they. They're gonna have their helmets on. They seem like superheroes. They're they're playing on all game game for our entertainment. But you know, at the end of the day, they're still juggling juggling life and, and whatnot. Um, so you no, know, who who knows? You know how that factors into the short week and whatnot. Um, but but it seems like you're still sticking with the, the yeah. Dolphins, oh, yeah. and I'm I'm going with the Bengals on this. I just really, I, I just think I just think again, again. It, it, it is tough to come off a big a short a big win and a short week. That it's tough to tough for a young team to make that transition. That's another that's another mental thing. That's there now. If they if they show they can do that, that is really I think that would be a tribute to the coaching staff, and it's also a test of this coaching staff that yeah. you got to you got to you can say twelve hour rule, twenty four hour rule, whatever the hell you want, but you know again they're human they just won this huge emotional game the place is rocking you go you know you're not spending just 12 hours enjoying that you're like <laughs> and especially if you're not really practicing like you normally are and everything you like you know no you're still you're still feeling that uh, still, still feeling that a little bit so i mean that's that's another thing that does lean in the bengal's favor and it'll be a test of the coaching staff and the team leaders to sit to pull everybody okay Let's 
let's get let's move on to this let's knock this out and then take a nice long get a, get the nice long rest but uh so you you you're gonna take the Bengals on this one huh I am, I am, but but you're right. I mean, this is the opportunity again. I mean, I, I wrote it in my, in my story, my follow up. It's an opportunity to separate from the pack, four and zero, long extended kind of mini buy ahead of the Jets game. I do want to point out before we head out that I just looked this up. This is from 2020, so my numbers might be a little different. Um, but I, I was a little mistaken with the advantage that some home teams have on Thursday night. Um, as of 2020, this was October 2020, it said Thursday home teams have won 57.9% of the time, very similar to the 57.1% that home teams have won in all other games. So it's nothing nothing too out of the ordinary. But again, Thursday night, short week, not a lot of travel, injuries, big win. Uh, I'm going with the with the Bengals, but again, I'm not going to be surprised if the Dolphins win this game because I do agree with you that this is a good matchup in a lot of places. Well, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Dolphins in Depth podcast. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Reminder to subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page. Subscribe to the Miami Herald. Uh, that like one. that one. <laughs> like, yeah. share, comment, all that good stuff. We'll be back next week to recap another weekend of Miami Dolphins football. But until then, you guys take take care. To everyone in the general Florida area, you guys stay safe during this storm. Talk to you soon. Bye.